what's up guys sorry i was looking at the camera funny just then um just making sure my zoom was actually recording because i just need a new computer like it's at the point where i need a new computer because this one just isn't gonna cut it it's just not <laughs> um so anyway welcome back to the life and lessons of me i know i haven't made an episode in a little bit i honestly i've just been struggling with motivation and like you know, actually pushing myself to keep doing this because um, it is helpful to me um, to know that I'm helping people with this. Um, you know, it's something that I was debating yesterday. Like, I'm helping you guys, but I, you know, there's a lot that I still have to work through clearly. I mean, it's just really difficult to be an adult in this situation, especially since I'm not 21. Don't ask me why that makes sense ask uh medicaid or whatever um so as you can tell that's why i'm against more socialized medicine because the systems in place already kind of suck so why do we think that you know the whole system blanketed with this shit should be okay i i don't know so you know I, i'm just against free medicine for everybody because obviously it's not going to be free. Like you can't just be like, here's free stuff that nobody ever paid for. Like it doesn't work like that. That's not how life works. So, you know what I've And like people who are like, yeah, socialized medicine, like don't really have any health issues that are major. They don't like, yes, drug prices are expensive, but you know how much science and engineering goes into making medications like a lot, but yes, they are too expensive. You know why? Because of lobbying on Capitol Hill, like, Absolutely. Like they push things that they want approved, not that need to be approved because they make more money. Right. So like, um, if you looked at any of the like other stuff, like Pfizer and stuff, like they're making a boatload of money from this vaccine and from everything. So like, yay, whatever, like money. So yes, drugs are too expensive, but you know, thankfully there's certain insurance that will cover that which is great but like the the way that you have to follow the rules to be included in it like so i get social security money and they tell me that i can't have more than two thousand dollars in my bank account so i had to make another bank account that i can actually save money in boom like but it's so ridiculous it's like okay yeah we're gonna help you but there's all these like things that you have to do and like blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I mean, I get it because it's the government helping. Yay. But it overcomplicates things. It makes things take forever. Like, I'm more of a libertarian anyway. And this is getting away from the point of my podcast. But in any case, I'm saying it's messed up, right? It's, it's screwed up. It's not a perfect system, but it's the only one that we got right now. So like, we gotta play the game. Like, the more I'm alive, the more I realize that life is literally a game. It's not even a fun game. It's like, picture like a boss battle in a video game that you just can't beat. You keep dying and dying and dying and you keep trying to beat this dang boss, but can't beat it because it's too damn hard. Like, it's like that. Like, it's, that's what life is. Playing the game until you beat the boss, which, you know, takes forever, okay? Like, if it's a really difficult boss on the highest difficulty, like, and life's not on normal mode. It's it's not on easy. It's on legendary, like from Halo. But like, 
um like you cannot beat that thing you like one hit you're dead like mm, no shields dead like yeah (laughs) so anyway the nice thing about a game is that you can just restart it over over and over again like so i'm not saying that life is able to be like restarted over and over again but you can like reset your mindset a little bit and then that helps a little bit i mean i'm like i don't even want to talk about what happened yesterday but basically the the whole thing that happened yesterday was i went a little nuts um so there was that but luckily i had some people that were able to kind of like help me reset um shout out to them uh they know who they are uh so yeah i'm appreciative to have friends like that and like uh, who knows we'll see but um you know it's stuff like that where it's like okay i'm actually friends with this person and they're actually friends with me because you know i i can't be putting an effort where no effort is returned or there's no like mutual relationship there like if if you're telling me about your issues i if i trust you i'm going to tell you about my issues and then you know boom it's like that's how relationships should work whether they're you know either type of relationship there's a couple but you know how it is um but what what i realized that i need to stop doing and what i might be doing is you know running away from my problems by trying to help other people with theirs and not really facing my own problems which doesn't sound like me really it, it doesn't but you know maybe it's something i've done that i never realized i was doing like i was using my ability to help other people to you know ignore what was going on in my life and sometimes that's good i think constant escapist behavior is not good i mean obviously like you can't just be checked out of reality all the time it doesn't work like that because you know what happens when you're checked into reality it sucks so you gotta like face your stuff you can't just run away you know i like to watch movies and play video games and then my problems just kind of float away but you know you got to realize it's not a permanent fix that's like a temporary fix for like two hours and then the movie ends and then yep you know you know like the eminem song like back to reality you know that's a lyric in it i'm not a big eminem fan but just before my time i guess Uh, but i mean like here's the perspective that you need to get and you need to understand is that you know I, i get that a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff but at the end of the day like you are not in my position okay you you would not understand i could explain it all day and the reality is you are unable to understand it unless you're in the same situation and you know my situation is applicable to a lot of other people's problems that i can help them with and that's you know good for me and good for them um so maybe it's not an escapist behavior maybe it's like a way to help myself because helping others really hits different. Like it feels good to help others and to know that you're doing something good and to know that people are actually interested in what you're saying and, you know, they're getting something beneficial out of it. Because if I wasn't doing this and nobody was saying anything, I don't know that I would be doing it. You know, like it's not that I need validation for this, but it's, it's like, it feels good when I know that I'm actually helping people more so than just like assuming that I'm helping people based on who's listening to it and stuff like that. But yeah, so I've just been really, I don't know, I, I can't even describe it. It's hard to describe it, but I, I guess depressed would be the right word. But, you know, I'm not like as bad as I was. Like I was able to reset myself that same day. 
but it was just like a while, like at least two weeks. I was just not feeling it. Nope. And yeah, it's just like my motivation went out the freaking window. Like, it's just like some days are overwhelming. And yesterday was overwhelming as hell because just everything just kept piling up and piling up and piling up and then boom. So that's why you really have to be, you know, aware of your own problems. And, you know, it helps to talk to people and talk through it and, you know, figure out a way to, you know, come out of it and maybe possible solutions, or you just need someone to vent to, right? And those are all good things. So, yeah, so I I think I've definitely chosen my closer friends wisely, and I think they're there for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm there for them too. So like, that's how it should be. But, you know, it, it's tough for everyone my age, not just me, um, with things like making friends and like having a social life or figuring out what the heck to do with their lives. Like, it's not just me. It's an all 20 year olds everywhere thing. Like, and if you are somebody who's like, well, I figured it out. Well, I don't think you have, I, or, or you literally have no problems and you've never been through anything, which again, is probably not so good for you. Like, I, I think the most mature and secure and, you know, confident people or people who have been through a lot, who have learned to live with the crap and go with it, you know, and and then there's people who have never been through crap ever and they just live. And then when crap happens, they completely shut down and don't know how to act. So yes, I am benefited because of this suffering and pain. And the only way to really, you know, achieve your full potential is through suffering and pain. And to my, to that point, I don't think a lot of people are, you know, even attempting to reach their full potential because, you know, they're blissfully ignorant. They don't know what other people are going through because they've never been through anything. So it's hard for them to empathize and hard for them to like, listen to other people's issues because they're like, well, how do you have issues? I have issues. So those people I can't really be friends with. I don't think so. You know, I'm more of a person who likes maturity and like kind of emotional intelligence and just like all that. But it's still hard to like have a social life. Like it's just like all my friends are in college. And I think, yeah, you know, it's tough to be the one that's back home. Like it is. And, you know, I have a job and I have things to do, I guess. But a lot of the times I'm just sitting in the house doing nothing because there's literally like, regardless of if I was going out or not, like I, there's just no one around, you know? And, and if there is people around, you know, I'll say, hey, let's go do something or whatever. And they'll like blow me off or like not answer or like be like, oh, I'm so busy and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how busy can you possibly be? Like, you know, you're busy all day. Then, you know, at night you're doing nothing and you're still not responding. Like, yes, people aren't on their phone. And unfortunately, my social life is kind of tied to my phone right now, which sucks. So, yeah. Um, And like, even still, like I said, like, if I was going out, I don't really know that that would change much other than the fact that I'd be out and like seeing humans because like I said, or I tried to make an episode last week and then I was like, well, that kind of goes against the new guidelines because misinformation and blah, blah, blah. So I had mentioned something about the vaccine and isolation and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, false information. Blah, blah. But, well, guess what? It's my opinion. And it's some, some of it's facts, like, um, like isolation is not good. It's not like as humans, we require society to be able to survive. It's just a fact. Like 
humans are social beings. We need some sort of structure. And um, if we don't have that, we go nuts. Like I was watching uh, this movie Passengers, which apparently came out in 2016, which that was six years ago now. Like that's insane. I thought that movie was pretty recent. That shows how much, you know, time was lost in the years between, you know, 2019 and 2022. Like it's just been like a time warp and it, if everything feels weird. And as an adult, time moves faster anyway. So it's like on top of time moving fast because of COVID, it moves faster because you're an adult and you're doing adult things. And like, I don't know. It's crazy. So anyway, this movie, the guy is alone for a year on a ship full of people like in stasis or whatever. So it takes place in the future, obviously. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence are in it and it's pretty good. Um, but it's a really interesting take about how negative isolation can be like chris pratt's character wakes up and he's all alone for an entire year and he literally almost lets himself get sucked out into space and that's not a death that i would be willing to have like uh -uh. like you freeze and you melt at the same time i forget you know space it's dangerous (laughs) so anyway he comes across this woman right and then he starts reading up information on her like And then he actually kind of weirdly falls in love with her and he really is struggling by himself. And he, you know, has to play with the decision whether to wake this woman up or not. And he ends up waking her up and, you know, he claims it was an accident, but he woke her up. And then, yeah, it's a really good movie, but it's interesting to see, like, if we don't have anyone else in our lives, we kind of go nuts. We kind of go nuts. That's literally how it works. Like we need some sense of social something, interaction with a human, because, you know, that's how we are wired. That's how our biology works. We are social. We need society. We need somebody else. Right. And um, yeah, so I've been watching all these like very intellectual conceptual movies, like psychologically, like what would it make a person do this? Or like, you know, I, I watched Split and Unbreakable and Glass, which are very good. Highly recommend, um, especially from like a mindset, like your your mind can manifest abilities that seem superhuman, um, you know, that seem unnatural, but we give our brains less credit than they deserve, right? So like, I'm not trying to spoil it, but it's very interesting. So dissociative identity disorder is a disorder where like you have multiple personalities and they're more than just personalities. They are separate people living in one person, which is mind blowing. And the fact that our brains are able to literally do that, like, and the most interesting thing was, um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there was one personality that had, had diabetes And like was actually taking diabetes medication. Like your mind can literally manifest like diseases and different things. So it can potentially like heal diseases and, you know, um, add abilities that you didn't think you could do. You just have to have a crazy high belief that you're like things can happen in the way that they do. So it's very interesting in terms of mindset, in terms of what the human brain is actually capable of. We don't know what it's capable of. 
capable of fully. Like we really don't. Um, so that's why that was interesting because it's like the human mind is literally, literally the most advanced technology in existence. And we don't even know how to use full, like we don't ha- know how to use our brains to its full potential. The whole 10% thing is BS. We use 100% of our brains, just not at the same time, which is interesting. So am I a biologist? Not necessarily, but but I mean, being alive and learning biology and things like that like has helped me you know, see that anything is really anything is possible. And, you know, until we actually figure it out, um, you never know. So, yeah, but yesterday sucked. So I'm going to talk about exactly why it sucked and maybe you'll learn why, you know, it's so difficult for me to be who I am. And it's so amazing to me that I am primarily a positive person because I'm choosing to be that, you know, I could very easily choose to be depressed constantly and, and things like that. Like it could be so easy, like, but again, I've said this before, nothing worth doing is easy. So being positive and upbeat and, you know, generally okay is not easy at all. And I completely failed miserably yesterday because you know, you you wouldn't understand unless you were in my position. Like I was practicing wishful thinking, which never helps because that's like, "Eh, my reality sucks and and I wish this and I wish that. Well, guess what? You can wish it all you want, but that doesn't make it happen at all. It just makes you, you know, unhappy with your current circumstances. And that is the complete opposite of how, you know, I am like, I have been through so much stuff. And I was like, basically asking how much can I really go through before it gets better? Like how much do I need to go through before I am prepared, you know, for the rest of my life for all the good things to happen? Because good things only start to happen when, you know, you yourself accept everything that's happening currently. And then, you know, eventually good stuff starts to happen. And the problem is the weight, like it makes you impatient and it, it just sucks. It's awful. But, you know, patience is a virtue. One of my friends has told me that forever. And, you know, I'm just usually not very patient. But so, um, yeah, it takes a lot of patience and a lot of will to be able to deal with the crap and come out on top. Um, so, like, the aids that I have are helpful. But at the same time, it's like, it's just such a crap situation like they have nobody to work this job because they get paid dirt basically like you know and so like the only real way to get a reliable person is to like you know try and get nursing care which i don't actually need but insurance doesn't know that (laughs) so you know people think that you know their current circumstances are exactly what needs to stay that way which is not accurate like you can change your current circumstances. You have to accept them first and then you can be like, all right, now how do I change what's going on? And can I change it? That's the other question. If you can't change it, you can't change it. You can't worry about it. You just got to live with it, um, which is exactly what I do every day or try to do. Um, Yesterday, again, failure. But, you know, it, it just gets so hard to just 
you know, push through and like, it's just tiring and I'm just tired and I'm over it. Like, I really want to just be done with this. But again, like in my head, I realized that this is all going to benefit me. But at the same time, it's just like, what the frick? Like, like can't my life just like start already? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't know. It's happening and I can see it and I know it's happening. But at the same time in my head, I'm like, how much is enough? Like, how much more can I possibly take before I lose my mind? You know, like, how much more being alone can I take before I, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know how to interact with people anymore. Like, I don't know, the problem is I've gained a lot of confidence over COVID and, and things like that. And I just don't have a real opportunity to use it. So it's kind of fading a little bit. Like yesterday, confidence kind of went out the window. You know, yesterday, my positive attitude kind of went out the window. It's just, and I'm not trying to be a victim at all. Like I never really mess with the victim mentality because like, whose fault is it? It's no one's fault except the system that I'm in. That's the problem. Like systemic, whatever. Like, it's kind of like initially when there was like the separate but equal, like Jim Crow stuff where it was like, no, it's fine. They have the same facilities and blah, blah, blah. But guess what? Their facilities were really shitty. But yes, the the water fountains and the toilets and all of that stuff existed. But just because it's there doesn't mean it's good, right? Just because, you know, at one point that was normal, doesn't, it's not normal now. But like, it's just, it feels like, it's adapted to different groups of people. Like it's, it's not like segregation anymore. It's, it's, um, you know, it's not segregation based on color or gender or whatever. And you'd like to think that it's not segregation against, you know, people in unique circumstances, but I kind of feel like it is a little bit like, again, not a victim. I'm just, that is how I am perceiving it. Like, I'm not being punished for having this and my mind works fine. But at the same time, it's like, well, why do I have to wait until you say I can get a car to get a car? Like, why do I have to be in the pediatric system for the AIDS until I'm 21? Why does that make sense? Why do I have to keep only $2,000 in my bank account? Why does it make sense? It doesn't make sense other than the fact that you need to do all those things to qualify for certain benefits. You know how messed up that is? You have to like make your life kind of pause just so you can be on these benefits. It makes no sense whatsoever. And I can totally understand why a lot of people in my situation, not with my disease particularly, but like in this crappy situation where you need help to do most things, it's like, I, I understand why people get depressed and not motivated and not confident and feel like their life is meaningless. Because, you know, unless you find a purpose in it, it probably sucks. Like, I mean, I know it sucks because I used to not have a purpose. Like, if you don't have a purpose, you can't really find any, you know, motivation or anything. You know, you, you're just stuck. And I mean, you probably never understand how it feels to be stuck in your own body 
with your mind intact. It's like Stephen Hawking. You know, it's exactly like that. He's a genius. Okay, he's dead now. But like, he was a genius. And he literally was able to figure out how to photograph a black hole. Unfortunately, he didn't live to see it done. But it was done. Like, that's a legacy, if you ask me. Like, it's like, oh, you want to see the only picture of a black hole ever taken? Yeah, you can thank Stephen Hawking for that. Like, people in our situation want to be productive members of society. They want to have achievements that benefit humanity, that benefit more than just them, okay? And they want to leave something behind. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with the podcast. And that's why I think I have found my purpose, truly. And the next thing is, how do I make a career out of it? And that is where it gets tough because I don't know, like, how do you do all that? You got to down, you got to like nail down your audience. You got to figure out who actually likes your content and you got to market it towards those people and try to get as many of those people listening to your stuff as possible. But that gets difficult because you need to constantly be on social media constantly advertising, constantly making phone calls to people that you don't even know. Like, and and um, I haven't really been doing that, but you know, that I think is about to change. I, I need some more form of, of something. I just need to be doing something because it's it's not sustainable doing nothing and just living in this situation is not sustainable. It cannot happen. It just doesn't work. So Hopefully I've left you with some insight as to, you know, my struggles and people with the, uh, unique circumstances, as I said, um, you know, how they struggle and what they're going through. So when you see somebody like that, and if you notice that they're happy somehow, look at yourself and be like, what can I be doing differently to make myself, you know, as okay with my situation, with my issues as possible? Because me and many others like me have been doing that our entire lives. We have been training ourselves to find the good things in, in every kind of situation. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to do that. It takes a lot of work. And I've been doing that so much. And it's just tiring. It's like a full-time job, literally. So I have like two full-time jobs. I'm a student and I have to work at being positive and seeing the good things you know? So yeah. Oh, and I actually also have a real job, you know, like I, I, I kind of having multiple problems like me is very hard, but it adds to your strength. It makes you a better person. It makes you a stronger person. And it's just, you got to realize it every single day. And it's not easy. It's not, it's not for anybody, whether your circumstances are relatively normal. Like if you're an able-bodied person, Regardless of that, you are still doing good work. You are still, you know, becoming who you are. And, and that's something that you can't not do. You have to do that. Because if you don't know who you are, and if you ignore your problems until you're 40, that's when a midlife crisis happens. You're like, uh-oh. And then you destroy your life for who knows what. And then you have to rebuild it and figure yourself out. Or you can figure yourself out when everyone else is supposed to be figuring themselves out, you know, you can actually do the work. You can actually come out on top while you're younger. And then you have your entire life ahead of you to live the life that you have made for yourself when you're younger. 
don't ignore your problems until it's too late. Okay. And I keep saying this, you have to face your problems and some problems are much easier to face than, the, than others, but you got to do it. I mean, I've been living in fear for the last two weeks. Can't live in fear. It doesn't work. You shut down. You cannot figure out what to do with yourself. You just, it sucks. So guys, I hope you learned something again. I hope this is helpful to you. Uh, don't hesitate to let me know if this was helpful or not to you. Um, it has been my pleasure to make these for you. And, you know, it helps me out too. So I'm going to continue to make these um, maybe more than once a week because, you know, I'm not doing much. I need something to do. And this is very helpful to me and to you, I hope. Um, it's just a way for me to get things off my chest and have somebody listen to it and, you know, not necessarily give me solutions or whatever, just kind of listen. So if you ever need anyone to talk to, I'm here. Uh, let me know. And don't hesitate to tell me how this has helped you. Thank you. And I'll catch you on the next one.